0: Well, hello there. Cliff Ravenscraft here with another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Some of you may or may not know this, but I create a bunch of other shows other than the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. In fact, since 2005, I personally have published more than 40 different podcast shows and have produced, recorded, and published more than 4,500 podcast episodes. I like to talk. Anyway, I recognize that you folks might not be aware of all of the shows that I create. So what I want to encourage you to do is head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com or CliffRavenscraft.com, whichever you prefer. Click on the podcast tab, and you'll notice that, well, this show, The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, is prominently featured at the top. But did you know that I have a podcast called Upgrade Your Peer Group, The Power of Mastermind Groups? This show is a limited series. It's only intended to have a handful of episodes that tells you everything you know, need to know, (laughs) everything you know, everything you need to know about the mastermind principle and how to use it to incredibly transform your experience of life and how you can use that principle to facilitate mastermind groups for others to help them use the mastermind principle to radically transform their lives. If you have not checked out that podcast yet, you should check it out. It's over at UpgradeYourPeerGroup.com or in this list of podcasts. Then there's a show called Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, which I'm going to share an episode of that with you today. Now, this was also meant to be a limited series run of podcast episodes. My thought was maybe no more than 10 episodes. (laughs) Well, today, I felt inspired and I published the 21st podcast episode of that podcast titled how long have you been coaching? (laughs) This is a question that coaches get asked all of the time and if you are a coach or quote unquote want to become a coach, then this is a must listen before you answer that question the the next time somebody asks you, how long have you been coaching? By the way, I'm going to put this 21st episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching here in this podcast episode. That's what you're gonna listen to in this episode. And if you like it, and you want more of Cliff's notes on profitable coaching, then check out notesoncoaching.com or this list on my website. And of course, there's another featured podcast there. It's called The Train With Cliff, the audio journal podcast. This is something that I promoted in the previous episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, Give you a sample of what it's like for me to bring you behind the scenes and tell you about my personal life, the things that I'm doing to improve personally, professionally, Insights into my spiritual journey. Just, it's it's. I'm inviting you to kind of just take part of my, the my journaling of my experience of life. So, if you're interested in that, uh, it's the Patreon podcast that I do. It's ten dollars a month for that. It's the only podcast currently that I charge for. And if you're interested, you can find that at trainwithcliff.com. And this podcast, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. <laughs> for, I think it was the first 578 episodes or something like that. I, I can't remember when I, I switched, but this podcast used to be known as the Podcast Answer Man podcast. Well, there is a new version called the all new Podcast Answer Man, which you can find at podcastanswerman.com or in this list of podcasts that I've been referring to. And if you look at this re- list of podcasts, there it says, but wait, there's more and it links off to our gspn.tv network where it shows our other currently active and even most of our archived shows. Not all of them there are there yet. It's This is a progress that's ongoing, this conversion from WordPress over to my Kajabi accounts. So anyway, w- one of the shows that I really wanna highlight here for you there is Family From The Heart, which you can find at familyfromtheheartpodcast.com, or search for the titles of any of these shows in your favorite podcast directory. This podcast, by the way, Stephanie and I have been producing, oh gosh, when did we start that? I think it was 2006 or something like that. But anyway, we just published episode number 423 of that show, we are back to producing it on a consistent weekly basis. And people have said, I've heard that before, because we said that last year, but I, I think it's gonna stick this time. And if you want, you can check out episode 423. It says, start with creating your life, then build your business. And Stephanie and I have been featuring and hosting Rooms on Clubhouse talking about entrepreneurial couples topics, because that's the stage of life that we are in right now in our family. And we're working on some slight transitional branding of that show, where it's the first 422 episodes are, here's the here's the lives of Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft, and we talk about the family side of things, and that's been Stephanie's main focus ever since that show has started, for the most part, until the last several years, where she's been more and more involved in the business side of things, and even creating her own paid products and services. So we're, we're shifting the focus of that, if you'd like to hear Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft talk about Entrepreneurial couples types of topics, building a life and a business together. That is what the Family from the Heart podcast is now. So you can find that again, familyfromtheheartpodcast.com. Well, without any further ado, what you're about ready to listen to here in the Cliff Ravenscraft Show is actually episode 21 of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching to introduce to those of you who are not checking out that show yet what that show has in store. This morning, I felt inspired to document something in my journal. And it's something that came up in a conversation with someone I just met on Clubhouse. I had reached out to her and said, hey, thanks for stopping into this room to support someone else who had just gotten started on Clubhouse. She had just hosted her very first room and is looking to build a bit of a community on that platform. And I noticed that this individual had come in and she's like, hey, you know, this was a great room And, and I'm opening up a dialogue, a conversation and the funny thing is i i wrote this i said thank you for joining shoshana's very first clubhouse room it was an honor to see you tonight and she says hi cliff thank you for the message i was grateful for the last segment of your conversation i resonated with what you said about embodying love and how that serves as a magnet to people and opportunities the affirmation you shared at the end was so wonderful So good to connect with you. And then she signs her name. By the way, that affirmation is, I'm always at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, doing the right thing. And I genuinely believe that. Anyway, so uh, that was our first engagement. And then I asked her the question based upon her bio. I said, how long have you been coaching? Is it your full-time profession? And she says, I've been counseling since 2005 and recently added coaching. And yes, it is my full-time profession. And then she asked me, how long have you been coaching? You've grown quite a following here on Clubhouse. How long have you been using this platform? Shoshana convinced me to sign up. This is all new to me. And then I wrote back and I told her I joined Clubhouse back in December of 2020. And I've invested a great deal of my time, effort, and energy in serving folks in rooms that average between 10 to 50 people. And it's become my number one source of new coaching clients these days. But then I went on to answer that question, how long have I been coaching? And I don't know what came over me. I mean, this is a, like this is just an initial conversation and yet I found myself typing the longest response in a direct message that I've ever done on Clubhouse back channel, which is their direct mass messaging platform. So much so that finally it said, you can't put any more words and I had to send it and then I had to put the final like three words uh, in a separate message. But what I wanted to do is share with you in this podcast episode the answer to that question because it some things came up for me that I think are a broadened understanding of how I got to where I am today in in my business as far as a coach and being able to serve people the way that I do, to be able to effectively build my coaching practice with so much confidence and with so much clarity and, and to all of this stuff. And the reason why I bring this up is because I've had a number of people suggest to me, Cliff, the only reason why you're so successful is because you're so popular. You're so well known. You, I mean, it's it's it, it's it's you're you're kind of like a celebrity in this online business space, and it's not actually that's not fair. They don't say the only reason. They say it, it's certainly a major contributing factor. You know, the one of the reasons why you've been able to transfer away from your podcast coaching business to go into full time coaching, just where this is how you make your living, having these encouraging conversations with others. It's because you are so well known. And you have such a large audience that you can tap into. And I don't discount that I have an advantage because of the past, what is it, 13 years of creating content and building an audience that started out with tens of thousands and has grown to hundreds of thousands of people around the world. I don't discount that that's an advantage. I mean, that's clearly an advantage. But since I made the decision to transition away from Podcast Answer Man, where I was mostly known as a guy that you go to for the technical help of launching a podcast, which is what those hundreds of thousands of people knew me for, well, except for the ones who truly listened and and recognized something within myself that I didn't recognize at the time, and that is that while they came for the technical stuff that's what how they got introduced to me they recognized there was so much more out there in fact i have this michael hyatt quote that i keep on a tap just in case i ever need to remember this and this is something that michael hyatt said when he was on my podcast answer man podcast here's what he said well i've told you before this is why i listen to your podcast you know, it's not, it's not because I need more technical information on podcasting. Right now, I mean, the way I'm doing podcasting doesn't really require anything of me technically. I just listen to you because I like the way that you think about life, how you approach the problems you're trying to solve, and just your voice. So I, I, you could be talking about anything, and I'd be interested. That message has been resonating through my mind ever since he first said those words. As you can tell, I went and grabbed that quote instantly and and I've replayed it for myself. I've journaled about this and it took a while to embody that. And it took several other people saying the exact same thing in their own words before I finally, it clicked for me, I, I guess I should say. It kind of like broke through and says, oh, I think I could probably make a living just by having encouraging conversations with people and creating content that entertains, educates, encourages, and inspires. I, I think I could make a living without devoting the rest of my life to teaching the technical aspects of some skill that I know. And sure enough, that has been true. But when I discovered the Prosperous Coach Method for creating clients, which by the way, I was able to transition from Podcast Answer Man to Mindset Answer Man before I discovered the Prosperous Coach Method for creating clients, which by the way, if you're new to this podcast, you can get this book. It's called The Prosperous Coach by Steve Chandler and Rich Litvin. And it will tell you about the Prosperous Coach Method. And if you ever wanna chat about it, feel free to shoot me an email, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. So anyway, I, I had successfully grown my coaching side of my business using the traditional methods of what I had built over the years. I leaned very heavily into my existing audience, the people who already had come to know, like, and trust me through my various podcasts. And so in that earliest transition from Podcast Answer Man to Mindset Answer Man, yes, I benefited greatly and I would attribute a majority of my success in making that transition to the fact that You know, I I leaned heavily into my existing mailing list. I leaned heavily into my existing podcast audience, my existing vlog audience on YouTube, my existing social media following on many platforms. I I used all of that in a very traditional sales and marketing uh, type of way. Repeated calls to actions and sometimes, and eventually I got into creating a I hate the word sales funnel, but yeah, a very traditional sales funnel of, you know, hey, here's here's your first connection with me. The next stage in this relationship is let me offer you something here on my mailing list that would be very appealing to you, whether that be my, you know, weekly newsletter at the time, which was my top advice that I've given and been paid thousands of dollars for as a podcast consultant. I'm giving you for free in this newsletter back when I had a podcast-related newsletter, I, I I tapped into all of that stuff and, and those newsletters came out weekly and it and it continued to build that really I mean I I used all of that and I benefited from that. But when I discovered the Prosperous Coach method, it spoke to my heart because I didn't like that method. I, I did it because, well, that's what people do and it's incredibly effective. You run the numbers, it it doesn't lie. But for me, It really was never what I resonated with me. I still use some of those methods today because it doesn't make sense not to. It captures a lot of people who will learn about me and buy my products and services that will have a positive, profound influence and impact on their lives that people that I will maybe never meet or even know personally or ever have a conversation with personally. There are lots of people who out there who are out there who find my products and services and go through that system and I never actually talk to them and yet I've benefited financially and they've benefited from my education experience areas of expertise my skills talents and abilities through those paid products and services that have been made available passively to them that's wonderful But when I started this Prosperous Coach Method, one relationship, one conversation at a time, I started out with my existing audience, but then I had some people who were in my existing audience who wanted to build a coaching practice, and they're like, Cliff, this is easy for you because you have this. I don't have this following that you have. Well, I'm like, I believe that's a limiting belief. I, I believe it's a limiting belief that you cannot build a profitable coaching business like I'm building a profitable coaching business because you don't have the large number of people already following you. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have some other advantages, but I believe much of the advantage that I have, I think think the, the things that are the essential ingredients that lead to the success that I have today, I believe you also have those. And if I didn't believe that, I probably would not have brought you into the Prosperous Coach system. So what I want you to know is I'm recognizing something in you that I can clearly see that you're not recognizing in yourself and your telling stories about what's holding you back and one of the stories that you're telling is that you don't have a large audience you don't have years of creating content for people to come to know like and trust you the way that Cliff Ravenscraft does or the way that Pat Flynn does or Amy Porterfield or Stu McLaren or Michael Hyatt or all these other people Cliff that that you do life with of course you guys can do anything you want because you have this audience well it's 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 not that. And so to demonstrate that, there was a time back in 2019, I think it was October, I decided to go on a social media fast for one month, and I think it ended up being about two to three months where I made a conscious decision I will not post a single post. I won't even read a single post on social media. I will not log into Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, all that stuff. None of it. I wouldn't log into it. I wouldn't post on it. I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't read any emails that came in from people responding to my email newsletter. The only emails that I would respond to are people who are existing clients. And during that season of life, which was 60 to 90 days, I made a commitment, I will only bring in new clients, I would only invite potential new clients into a coaching experience if they had never heard the name Cliff Ravenscraft before in their life. And I will tell you that during that period of time, I had no problem whatsoever finding potential new clients. I had no problems at all uh, uh, inviting, you know, connecting and discerning who might be a good fit for the coaching that I'm looking to do in this season of my life and I had no problem inviting them and then once I invited them and to a complimentary coaching experience, I had no issues inviting the ones that I discerned are still, Yeah, okay, I think this person is a good fit and inviting them to a second coaching experience, and then serving them through a second coaching experience. And then I had no worries and problems or issues, inviting some of those people to a conversation right then and there about what it would be like for us to have a paid ongoing coaching relationship. And my stats have never changed since day one. I I'm, For me, my stats have been approximately 50-50. 50% say yes. And fifty percent say about no for now. In fact, I've been running fifty-two to fifty-four percent as yes to my proposals. Now, a lot of that has to do with the fact of how discerning I am about who I want and who I invite into these sessions in the first place. Who even makes it to a second session? Who I even pro- propose to at the end of a second session? And you know, and, and and some of that may indicate that my prices are too low or that maybe I'm not inviting some people uh, or proposing to some people that I should, but it's not because I don't think, anyway. L- needless to say, I what the whole point here is my large audience isn't what's done it because when I go into those experiences, I don't talk about my large audience. I don't talk about the thousands of episodes. I, I focus on them and and some of them find out along the way through the couple of weeks that we're working as I'm working with them as a potential client. They're researching me and find out. And sure, that has certainly influenced some of their decisions. But there are a number of people who I brought through that season of my life who never heard me heard of me before, didn't really ever check out any of my podcasts during the time that I was working with them as a potential client. But they sense that, oh my gosh, this it's like, man, there's a guy here that's listening to me. I I don't know that anybody's ever listened to me the way that this guy's listened to me. I never realized that some of the things that I believe I've been saying out loud and speaking to others, I didn't even realize I believed those things. I didn't realize I was saying those things. And to hear Cliff repeat those words back to me I, and, and it's like, he's like, Cliff, I, I, I would, they were like, Cliff, I, I don't believe that I said that. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm running a live transcript via my Otter app. And I'm going to share my screen with you. And I'm going to scroll up, by the way, say something right now. And they said, say, you know, something right now. And, and they would see my words and their words appearing live on the screen. I said, watch this. I'm going to scroll up and I show them this is where, this is you speaking, read to me what you said there, and they're reading their own transcript, and it's like, oh my gosh, I, I did say that out loud. Yes, you did, my friend. And it's really, it's not how many people following me. It's not what I have achieved. It's not about what I've done. It, it is about how I show up as a coach that has the impact. It's how I show up in a connecting conversation that has an impact. It's my experience as a coach that has an impact. So when I am looking to have a connecting conversation or in a coaching conversation with somebody who wants to build a profitable coaching business, one of the first questions I ask is, How long have you been coaching? How long have you been coaching? And I just recently had this conversation with somebody on Clubhouse, and I want to read you this back and forth. It's going to take me just a second here to find that. I'll tell you what, I have so many different conversations in the archives of my clubhouse. I can't instantly find it. So, what I will do is paraphrase for you. I reached out to this one person. I said, he he said, I'm really hoping to one day get into coaching full-time as my career. I'm one day hoping to get into coaching and 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 turn it into a full-time career. And I, I asked him, I said, how long have you, been coaching? Or are you coaching now? And he responded with something like, well, in the past several years, I've been doing ministry sessions with people in a nonprofit organization. And I said, okay, I would love to ask you another question if you're okay with that. In these ministry sessions that you're, and he called them ministry sessions, In these ministry sessions, oh, and he specifically said that I don't charge for them. Oh, and he also spoke that, and I don't use any specific framework or program that I bring people through. So in essence, I can interpret this. I already have a couple of beliefs that he believes that coaching isn't coaching unless he is bringing someone from beginning through a a well known orchestrated planned framework or strategy or whatever of coaching. It's like, I want to coach you through um, the EOS system, the entrepreneur, whatever that's operating system that everybody's going goo, goo, gaga about today. Or I want to bring you through this program or this framework. And I'm so, so there's a, there, there are a lot of people think, oh, it's, it's like, if you're going to coach me, uh, what steps do or are we going to go through? What are you going to teach me along the way? People ask me that. And I said, I'm, I'm going to bring you through a greater understanding of who you are, uh, where you are today, where you want to be. And I'm going to help you understand with great clarity what you want your life to look like, what it would take for you to get there. And then I'm going to help you discover everything that's currently an obstacle, whether it's a thought, belief, or behavior, or a combination of all three. I'm going to help you discern what each of those are, where they came from, and how to blast through them so that you can live much sooner than you believe is possible the life you feel called or created to live in this world. Well, Cliff, what framework are we going to do? Dude, I'm going to customize a framework for you. And it's gonna all depend on where our conversations go just like it has been in the two 90 minute sessions we've just had. Oh you mean okay so I get it yeah I okay I do recognize this has been very organic and I, I want more of this and and I do I, I don't necessarily have a framework but I say listen these are the things that I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna help you with identity, strategy and uh, uh, your identity. I'm gonna help you with emotional state management. I'm gonna help you create a plan of your own plan of what you wanna achieve. I'm gonna help you come up with the steps and strategies and everything that is necessary to get you there. And then I'm going to help you remove any limiting belief, behavior, or thought and emotions. I'm gonna help you eliminate all those so that you can create that life. And that's, but there, but how we're gonna do that, what techniques, what strategies, What all this, that, that we'll decide that when it comes. I've got lots of tools in my tool belt. So anyway, this person on Clubhouse was like, listen, I've done these ministry sessions, which I've not charged for, which again, that's saying I don't believe I'm actually coaching unless I'm actually, uh, people are paying me. Uh, I, I don't use a specific program, blah, 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 blah. So, but I've been doing these ministry sessions for the last several years. And I said, well, let me ask you this. Has any of these people who have been involved in your ministry sessions, that you sit down and have conversations with them in a ministry session, has anybody experienced transformation in their life? Meaning that their life is profoundly impacted and, and better off because they had those ministry sessions with you. And he says, yes, absolutely. And I'm like, wonderful. I said, so my first piece of advice, if you're willing to have it, would be this. Never again call those ministry sessions. Instead, I want to encourage you to call them coaching sessions. You have been coaching people in coaching sessions for the last several years. And for the last several years of your coaching, you've had an incredible amount of influence and impact and, tr- and and in the lives of those that you've coached and you've seen X number of major transformations and you then you can bullet point list the types of transformations these people have experienced in those coaching sessions. If you do this, follow this one piece of advice, you'll never have to hope to one day get into coaching because you will realize that God has already had you coaching people for years. You won't hope to get into coaching. You'll recognize you have been in coaching for several years. If you follow this one piece of advice, you'll recognize that all you need to do is one day have the courage to ask somebody to pay you for one of those coaching sessions. And then I also spoke to him about his other thing about bringing people through a program. And I said, listen, I I don't have any specific program that I bring anybody through as far as a framework or, you know, this outline. We're going to go through these four modules or eight modules or whatever. I'm not saying that I won't ever have those I'm not saying that I've never done those. I've I've done group sessions for building an online business and some other stuff, but but my one-on-one coaching and even my paid facilitated mastermind groups. There's that there are key elements of the type of ways that I show up for these people, but not a framework, not not something. Here's the beginning. Here's the end, and your end result that I'm promising you. You will have this by the end. No, it, it, it's different for each person. And so I just want to encourage you that I, I, I'm i full-time self-employed, and I provide all of the income necessary to support my wife, who's a stay-at-home mom, although she also sometimes is very much involved in the business in seasons. But uh, then I also have three young adult children in college, <laughs> and and a pup that likes to eat all sorts of things he's not supposed to eat and, and requires occasional visits. I, I've I've got all the expenses. And I want you to know, I do it through coaching, and I don't do it through, you know, all the certifications that I have. I don't do it through all of the, you know, the frameworks that I'm familiar with. I, I do it through getting into conversations, listening intently, and following the Spirit of God inside of me as I simply talk with one person, leading, guiding, and prompting wherever that conversation goes which, by the way, is what you've been doing in your previously known as ministry sessions. So um, anyway, I I share all of this because I felt like you, as someone who desires to have this profitable coaching business, who desires to implement this prosperous coach system for creating clients, that you get a very clear picture of how long have you been coaching? How long have you been coaching? And so somebody asked me, as I said, it started out as a conversation. I, I felt like, wow, I'm sitting here typing all of this out. But then this morning, as I was doing my journaling, I felt inspired to go copy and paste that message in response to the individual that I was speaking to. And this is what I wrote to her. I've been coaching since I was 18 years old. I had started out Quote unquote, in ministry. When I was 23 years old, I became an associate pastor, coaching small groups and leaders of small groups. I did that for 10 years while also working in my family's insurance agency, which was started by my grandfather in 1937. I was next in line to take over the agency, but I discovered podcasting as a hobby in 2005. Through events that can only be viewed as divine appointments, I instantly attracted an audience of tens of thousands and quickly grew that to hundreds of thousands. After two years of podcasting as a hobby, I decided to turn it into a full-time career. I left the family insurance agency left my ministry position, and put everything I had into creating content that entertains, educates, encourages, and inspires others. I generated most of my income from coaching others on how they can take their message, their business, and their life to the next level by launching a podcast. Over the next decade, I helped coach and train more than 40,000 people in the successful launch of their podcast. In 2017, I decided to shut down all the podcast coaching and consulting aspects of my business so that I could solely focus on what my heart has wanted to do since I was 18 years old. That is to have encouraging conversations with others to help them break free from any thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors that keep them from experiencing the life that they were created to live. I share all of this to explain that I've been coaching for the past 33 years of my life. You see this, and and, and that's pretty much where I ended that That response, and that's carried on to some other things, and it's going to lead to a one on one complimentary coaching experience with this person. But I share all of that because it occurs to me that if somebody says, Well, Cliff, how long have you been coaching? Well, uh, gosh, if we're talking about mindset coaching, has that been since I stopped all my podcast consulting stuff? Uh, since 2017 so if we go that route and I pull up my calculator and I say well today is 2022 actually yeah and we do 2017 so four to five years I've been coaching mindset stuff full-time but then if we take 20 actually I'm going to just take 2021 because this is the pretty much the still I consider it to be the beginning. So if we take 2021 minus 2008, actually 2007, let's just go the year before. So I might say that I've been coaching for 14 years because while people came to me for podcast coaching, so much of my coaching with all of those individuals were related to the mindset stuff, just like Michael Hyatt said. Oh gosh, I came to you because of the podcast stuff, but man, I stuck around not because of the podcast stuff, but because of all the way that you speak to my my life and my heart. There's so much that you, th- you could talk about anything and I'm connecting with it at a, a deep level that's doing something inside of me that draws me back to more. I'm magnetically pulled to the way that you communicate and teach and share. So I've, I, maybe I've been doing that for 14 years or 15 years. I mean, going back to even my entertainment podcasting. So I, there, there was a time I might have answered the question, Cliff, how long have you been doing this mindset-related, this life coaching, if you will? I might have said four years. But then I might actually say 14 years. But then <laughs> I'm like, well, wait a second. Didn't I do any coaching coaching? in the ministry that I did I mean I did that for an, at least a decade before you know as as an associate pastor didn't I do any coaching while I was in insurance as an insurance agent I'm like oh yeah I did do that that was 12 years of my life in the family insurance business and I'm like, well, wait a second. Did it, Did I do any coaching before I was an insurance agent? Before I started working in the family business? Did I do any coaching before I officially became a minister in the church? Well, yeah, it goes, oh, this goes back to eight, when I was 18 years old. So that's where all of a sudden it's like, okay, I know that in this podcast, Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, I talked about how I got into coaching and I maybe I haven't come back to listen to that episode but this is this is a greater clarification of how long have I been coaching it goes back to when I was 18 years old and at least that's where I am right now consciously as I'm aware of this it who knows it may have been prior to being 18 years old in fact now that I think about it I yeah, there's a lot of this stuff that I can see where I was prepared as a kid. I mean, there was my super zealous days when I was a young teen. And and it, so more than 33 years, but now I've got this documented as 33 years. But coaching has been a part of my identity. When I think of coaching, what is coaching? I think it's having a relationship with another person, focusing on, everything about what I know about life and, you know, personally, professionally, spiritually, and bringing that to focus on helping another person who I happen to be having a conversation with. And gosh, that goes back even into my childhood. So, I've been coaching my whole life you know, and, 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 you know, sometimes we have to get over this idea. Well, I wasn't coaching them through a, a, a specified program. I wasn't paying people, I wasn't charging people for this. No, but I've been coaching my whole life. I really have. But at least 33 years, I can document how it happened. So, for example, in ministry, now, if you want to know why I have, I am able to, have the pricing that I have today and I'm able to just show up and have an amazing amount of clarity about what's going on in somebody's lives and all this other stuff. I have so much life experience of coaching. I have so much life experience of different various diverse groups of people that I've coached. Uh, inner, city, inner city ministry, which, by the way, I used. <laughs> I have a childhood where I grew up in the inner city. I was I lived in government housing from the time I was a a, a toddler. Uh, from my earliest days, my mom and dad, my mom and my biological dad, we lived in in government housing. You know where all the drugs and needles and everything are happening. People are getting shot you know, in the in the apartment next to you, and the ambulance and police and fire department show up, and sometimes the, uh, the police officers' cars uh, are vandalized and burned right there in front of your apartment. Uh, yeah, I, I grew up in that area. I, I grew up with that. My biological dad, when I was a child, and well, until he died in 2015, was a drug addict and an alcoholic. Um, he was an incredible father as, as well, but but he did the best that he could do with. And my mom divorced him when I was young, about five or so years old, four or five years old. And, and she got me out of that environment. And, and since then, I've, I've lived in, in increasingly more blessed environments, to be sure. But I've had, I've had lots of experiences that have helped me uh, resonate with a lot of diverse groups of people around this world, and that continues to expand even to this day. But here's what I wrote down. In in all of those years of ministry, I've done premarital coaching for couples leading up to their weddings. In fact, for many of those couples that I did premarital counseling, I actually officiated their weddings. I have coached individuals through the loss of a loved one. I'm talking about a death of a spouse, a child, a, a beloved family member, grandfather, grandparent, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, um, cousins nephews, nieces. I've been in a lot of one-on-one coaching conversations where I'm one of the first, if not the first, individual that they thought to call and talk to about this experience. In ministry, I've coached young adults who were on the edge of committing suicide. Literally, their, their friend called me or they called me or their mom or dad called me to come and speak to them because they were about ready to take their life. And I'm not talking about just one instance of that. I, In ministry, in my 10, ten years of official ministry, I coached many of those. And thankfully to this day, I have not had one of those people who have ever committed suicide. And, and I, I pray that I never have a situation where God doesn't use me to stop somebody from taking their life. Uh, Anyway, I've coached individuals who have gone through divorce, uh, whether that's for various different reasons. Certainly, I've seen a number of people whose spouse or significant other was uh, not faithful in their marriage, uh, having an affair on the other side. I've coached people who came to me who are going through a divorce because they are having the affair. I've, I've, I've seen and witnessed and had conversations and gave unconditional love to those on both sides. I've coached individuals on past traumas such as sexual abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse. I've coached individuals on their spiritual journey, helping them connect with God beyond religion I've helped coach hundreds of individuals one-on-one in this these capacities. Not only have you know coaching doesn't just have to be one-on-one. I've, I've done group coaching. Lots of you know don't don't just call this you know. Bible, I led Bible study groups. No, th- these are small coaching groups. That's what these Bible study groups are. They're they're coaching groups. So lots of group coaching. Um, I, public speaking, communication skills I've developed over the years. And in ministry, I've preached in church services, which are public speaking experiences. So preaching a sermon on Sunday or teaching a Sunday school class, these are all public speaking experiences. Uh, I've done those several times a year, some of them weekly, uh, especially on the Sunday school class kind of things. And things of that nature. As far as leadership of groups, not you know, I've had leadership experience leading various different teams, committees, and and volunteers, leading people in teams towards a goal in any various ministry projects that I worked with in over 10 years and there have been lots. And so I'm sure there are many more things that I could add under this category, but all of this How is it that I could say, oh, I've been coaching for four years or that that four years since I stopped doing podcast coaching, you know, or how is how could I say, well, I've been coaching for 14 years? Well, because that's when I started technically getting paid to coach people, started out on the consulting side, but technical things. But we coached a lot of life stuff within those relationships. And so, how could I say that I only started coaching 14 years ago, where, gosh, I started ministry when I was 23 years old. So, you know, since I was, what was that, 1996, 97, I've been coaching since then in ministry. But what about those years as insurance, those 12 years as an insurance agent while I was also doing ministry? Let's see, is there anything in my insurance careers that could be considered coaching? Well, listen to this. I've coached people on becoming debt-free how to buy term life insurance to protect their family's financial future because of the debt that they currently have in the event of their early death. Um, I taught them how to invest their money that they would have invested somewhere else. Buy term life insurance, invest the difference so that by the time this 10, 20, or 30-year term life insurance policy expires, I, you become debt-free and you no longer need this life insurance. So I, I coached people on becoming debt-free. It's one of the reasons why I became an incredibly in-demand, highly referred insurance agent when there are hundreds of other insurance agents in my geographic region. I sat down and took the time teaching, coaching individuals, And these are people who had no life insurance, had tons of debt, and had never thought about any of these things. And I introduced them to it. Thousands of them eventually. Anyway, I've calmed people down who had called in to report that they had just been in a car accident while they're experiencing the shock of that experience I have had conversations where I had to calm someone down who had just reported that their child or spouse was involved in an accident and don't know how things are going to turn out. I've been there to comfort in a conversation individuals who called in to inform me that their child or their spouse had just died in a car accident or a house fire or other situations. I've... Comforted, comforted individuals in conversations who lost their home due to a horrific fire or tornado or flood or other unexpected disaster. Imagine any circumstance that would cause somebody to call in re- and to report a claim on any auto insurance policy, motorcycle policy, homeowner's insurance policy, a business insurance policy policy a life insurance policy or any other policy. I was often the first person these individuals spoke to, and I'm talking about many thousands over the course of 12 years as in the insurance business in a family-run independent insurance agency where I personally sold auto, home, life, health, and business insurance. Thousands and thousands and thousands of conversations, and a majority of those would be labeled coaching. I can tell you, I, I I could give you coaching conversations I've had with clients. So, how long have I been coaching? Well, here, I you know, it's it's been. Thirty-three years, but then I can tell you right now, as I'm recording this on the fly, I can remember when I was 13 years old and somebody asking me, "Cliff, why do you go to Sunday school instead of hanging out with us doing this? Cliff, why do you do this and and all of this stuff? Why do you read the Bible? Why don't you listen to this rock and roll music like we do? And and which, by the way, today I, I don't attend any weekly congregational gatherings." Uh, which some people find very shocking. Today, I, I listen to any kind of music I, and, and, and stuff like that. But back in the day, I had some very dogmatic kind of beliefs back then. I was very much influenced by the flavors of Christianity that I was influenced by back then. And, but, but people said, Cliff, tell me, why do you do life the way you do? And in a very non-judgmental, very loving way, I had <gasps> coaching conversations. This is when I was like 12, 13 years old. I, I'm Matter of fact, as I'm speaking to you into this microphone, into this podcast episode, I have been coaching my entire life. So if you ever reach out to me and say, Cliff, I really want to take my coaching efforts to the next level. I want to become more profitable in my coaching and all of this other stuff. If I ever ask you, how long have you been coaching? I want you to take this information. I hope you'll take some insight for this and see if you haven't actually been coaching for far longer than you might have previously given yourself credit for. And by the way, if you're not intentionally, intentionally, yeah, there we go, Let's get all of the syllables in. If you are not intentionally, consciously, easy for me to say, intentionally and consciously, you'd think after how many thousands of episodes I've produced over the years, I'd be able to speak clearly. If you are not intentionally and consciously having conversations with people where you are coaching people, and that's your heart's desire, whether you're getting paid for it or not, Get back into the intentional, conscious conversations where you are encouraging others. Bring all of your education, bring all of your experience, bring all of your areas of expertise, bring all of your skills, talents, and abilities, and set aside time to invite individuals one-on-one to share what's going on in their lives and without any pre-planned strategy or framework or or plan, you know the program. Just intuitively listen to them and share whatever comes up, and just get better and better and better at doing those things. I'm not saying don't go out and learn frameworks and plans and strategies and and all that other stuff. Go and do whatever your your heart feels. Led to do. I know I study lots of things, but recognize if you feel a genuine calling to do coaching full time, self employed, and to become incredibly profitable or prosperous in a coaching career, my guess is that this is something that is tapping into something that was probably there even early into your childhood and it's probably shown up and you've been coaching without even knowing that you've been coaching most of your life. That's, what i felt led inspired. i inspired i did not know this morning i was going to record another episode of the cliffs notes on profitable coaching this was supposed to be a show that well first of all it started out as a little bit of a hobby side project and then i thought i'd record five or six episodes no more than 10 but i don't even know what episode number this is but it's it's getting long in the tooth so not going to be a lot more of these shows because i want people to find this podcast and listen to every single op- episode and and have it just be a binge worthy podcast So I don't know if you'll get another episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. So if you want more content from Cliff Ravenscraft, I'm gonna give you a couple of things here. First and foremost, I wanna encourage you to check out my main podcast. It's called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. You can find it at cliffravenscraftshow.com or cliffravenscraft.com and click on the podcasts tab. And if you click on the podcast tab, at cliffravenscraft.com or if you can't spell my name just type in mindsetanswerman.com it'll take you to the same place but if you click on the podcast tab the very first show that should be listed unless i've changed my priorities should be the cliff ravenscraft show subscribe to that And then I encourage you to look at all the other podcasts that are listed there. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably listed in the list of shows that are right there on that page. But there are many other podcasts that you might be interested in. And I've produced a total of, so far, 40 different podcast shows, over 4,500 podcast episodes. So there's no shortage of additional content to listen to from me. And one final thing for this episode that I want to share with you. If you have been listening to me throughout all of this content that I've put into Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching and you would like to have a one-on-one conversation with me, I would encourage you to head over to my website, MindsetAnswerMan.com or CliffRavenscraft.com and click on the Work With Me tab. On that tab, you should see multiple things that you can apply for. And the two things that I'm going to recommend that you consider right now is the Next Level Mastermind. That's for those of you who are full-time self-employed right now, or if you plan to be full-time self-employed within the next 12 to 18 months, then fill out the application for the Next Level Mastermind. If that's not you, and you want to talk to me about anything else, work with me on any area of life, fill out the application for my one-on-one coaching, and it's right there on that page as well. And of course, if you're not sure which one to apply for, apply for either, because Uh, there are many people who apply for the next level mastermind. And when it comes time to propose, if I feel that a proposal is in alignment with the type of coaching that I do, that it would benefit you, then I I propose what's best. So it doesn't matter really which of those applications you fill out. I propose the right thing that I feel would be the thing you would be most interested in and would benefit you the most. So don't, (laughs) just choose one, go with your gut, Fill out the application. I look forward to the potential of speaking with you, working with you, diving into helping you create the life of your dreams. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and demand.